Hey, folks, thanks for subscribing, downloading the show. This is the Live Life Wrestling Podcast. Mike Mahler and Sincere Hogan. That would be me. Um, another great week, man. Um, I just want to say that this episode has been a <laughs> I gotta watch my words right now. I'm starting to crack up. I'm, I'm in schoolboy. I'm in a little kid, like schoolboy mode right off the bat. I was about to say, this show has been a long time coming. <laughs> and once we start the show, you'll realize why that had me cracking up right now when I said that. But what I'm saying is the timing for this show couldn't be better. And I'll explain why in just a second, but gonna wrap up some business really quick. So before we get into that, everybody, make sure you hop over to both of our websites. Go over to newwarriortraining.com. That's my site or mikemahler.com. Type in the coupon code LLA. Over at New Warrior Training, you can use that same coupon code to get my bodyweight training DVD as well as my drip pour-over coffee stands straight out of Costa Rica, handcrafted, some of the best wood out there. See, there we go again, wood. All right, so <laughs> so you, you can get that as well as my weight management program, as well as the the wellness code book, and anything that you can purchase over there. What about you, Michael? What you got on your site, man? Yeah, same coupon code LLA. You get 10% off any of my nutrition supplements, my books, e-books, videos, even my workshops that I have coming up, I've got some courses coming up in Austria. Austria, I almost said Australia. Austria, <laughs> Austria and Scotland, and that's mm. going to be that, those are the only courses I have on the books right now. Workshops mm. are what I do strictly for fun at this point. It's no longer the primary source of my business model. Right. So anyway, check out those courses because who knows when I'll be back? I didn't teach at all last year, so don't assume that I'm going to be back again later this year or even next year. Right. Assume that I may not be back ever and <laughs> sign up for those courses immediately and use that coupon code LLA to get 10% off. And without cool. any further ado, I really want to get, I really can't wait to start talking to our guest today. We've had him on, on the show many times. It's Dr. William Wong, otherwise known as Morpheus. <laughs> Morpheus. And we're going to be, we're going to, we're not going to be talking about a blue pill today. But we are going to be talking about a topic that relates to the blue pill, (laughs) (laughs) which is erectile dysfunction. And erectile dysfunction is a topic that quite a few of our listeners have asked us to bring on an expert and talk about it. And we're going to make sure that we bring up you guys who asked us about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to we're going to we're going to this is going to be a very informative episode. It's going to be funny at times, but we know at least I should say I know personally how devastating it is when you suffer from erectile dysfunction. I've gone through periods of my life where either from stress or personal life stress or just whatever the reason is, you have erectile dysfunction. And if it happens every once in a while, that's that's something that most guys can relate to. That's not a big deal. But when it's prolonged, let's say several times in a row, yeah, that see. really can hurt a male psyche. So much of our masculinity <clears throat> is connected to our sexuality and our ability to please a woman we love. So when you don't have that capacity, it's devastating. It it can ruin relationships. It can make a woman feel unloved. It can make a guy feel like he's not a man. And a lot of divorces and and even just couples breaking up is heavily related to this issue. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into this one hardcore today. It's funny that you bring it up at the at the time that this show is being released. I think the timing couldn't be better for this show because we're a few days away from Valentine's Day. And Dr. Wong, you know for a lot of guys out there, especially married men. This is your probably your one time in the year where you're actually going to get some action. You're actually going to get, as Chelsea Hamlin says, this is the one time you're going to actually get some penetration. So here's the deal. Real quick with Dr. Wong, he has a book on this topic called Maximum Male Performance, which is an incredible read. So write that one down as you're listening, folks. Unless you're driving somewhere, then don't write it down. Just remember, Maximum Male Performance. Now, that's a pretty catchy title, isn't it? And I'm going to take some credit for that, Dr. Wong. (laughs) Because you can take you, all the credit for it. You used to call your book 
the care and feeding of a penis. Yeah. And, and coincidentally, that's the name of Sincere's new book on manscaping. <laughs> <laughs> why, does it sound like, why does it sound like a how-to guy to like feed a hamster or something? Right there? <laughs> no, I remember I read the book before Dr. Yeah. Wong released it. He sent me an early copy. I go, this book's incredible. I go, now the title sounds like you're watering a plant. <laughs> no, exactly. <but laughs> <laughs> you need to fix that. <laughs> I go, honestly, when I read this book, what comes to my mind is maximum male performance. That's what you're talking about in the book so I'm, I'm really glad that it came to my mind and i passed it on to you and i noticed you changed the title really fast <laughs> oh yeah yeah we 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 did actually within about an hour or two after you suggested <laughs> <Exactly. it. laughs> guys that's a pretty catchy title bam trademark that sucker <laughs> but dr wong i think i think there's so many different reasons for why erectile dysfunction occurs and let's let's get into the psychosomatic one to start off with, the mental one. How much how much of erectile dysfunction is something going on in your mind? Well, it's not as great as docs used to say it was. Okay. Back in the sixties, seventies, eighties, and even into the nineties, I remember MDs saying, Oh, it's all in your head. You know, well bullshit. It isn't all in your head, it's all in your dick. <laughs> uh, you know, the 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 the, the mental aspect is part of it if you are exhausted, tired, if you've been working 16 hours a day, seven days a week, if you've been uh, uh, really worried about this, if, 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 if all the life stresses in you, remember that stress produces estrogen, yes. if all the life stresses in you has you being estrogen dominant, then yes, you're going to have a period of erectile dysfunction based on your psychology, your psychology triggered off the physiology. Mm-hmm. But what about someone, let's say, who's been through sexual abuse or something like that? You know, usually we see that that those who have been abused tend to lean towards what they were abused about, and that's that's a sad thing because it just kind of continues the chain right. of, of 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 abuse. Uh, but the, so they they might not be able to get as excited about just regular old you know missionary type sex. You know, you leave out the whips and the chains and whatever oh. else, and they they, they 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 don't have that stimulus. Yeah, it's almost like they but, have to be abused or simulate being abused to get aroused. Yes, exactly. And I have seen cases of that, and uh, it's 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 kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, it's very sad. How do, how does someone resolve that? It's probably too big a question for the scope of this episode, but uh, that I know of, they never resolve it. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's a sad statement, and it's a very accurate one, though. Where if you've been sexually abused as a child, that that can ruin your entire life. Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, my, my yeah. attitude, just speaking personally on that, is that you have to you have two choices basically. You move in the direction of compassion, or you move in the direction of self destruction. And if you move in the direction of compassion, I think ultimately you heal yourself. But if you don't do that then you're going to start eating away at yourself and you're going to, you're going to engage in activities such as gambling or just uh, blowing money unnecessarily or well, just being worse. in toxic relationships. I was about to say, even because, worse, you become, you become just like the aggressor was to you when, when you were made a victim. So you yeah. end up taking on the role that they did. You become yeah. the person that sexually abuses people or mentally abuses people in relationships or you become the rapist, or the date rapist, because you, know, right. you don't think that nothing's wrong with date rapists. Like, well, you know, she didn't say no. You know, or something like, or she was willing or something like that, because you start replaying all those things that that happened to you and just recreating it because it's so embedded in your mind. You haven't dealt with it yet. Yeah. 
That's that's a sad statement too. That when someone has been abused, they often grow up and become an abuser, and that never made sense to me. I mean, it makes sense to me on on one level. It, it makes sense that you've been abused, and now you want to be in power and abuse someone mm-hmm. else. Okay, so I get that one. But if you've been abused, you know what it's like to feel that 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 horrible feeling of powerlessness, right? And just mm-hmm. having someone else having control over you. That it astonishes me that you want to put someone else in that situation. That's why I can't understand the cycle of abuse. Yes, right. Somewhere in the mind of the abuser, there's got to be this little child who yeah. remembers how it was mm-hmm. to have been ab- uh, abused and wishing it would stop. Yeah, right. I'm, a, I'm very, I'm very, I have a very rigid view on child molesters. In my opinion, we should just run them off a fucking cliff. I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to hear about let's try to rehabilitate them or they need some counseling. It's like no. When you when you make the decision to harm a child, we're going to run you off a fucking cliff. Well, you know, child molestation is going to be taken off of the uh, off of the list of psychological aberrations as of the next revision of the uh, of whatever that manual is. The because uh, my mind uh, is it, it doesn't matter what happened to you. That doesn't give you the right to do that to a child. And like exactly. you said, Dr. Wong, if you've been through that yourself, that's even more reason for you not to do that because you know what you know yes. what that kid's gonna feel like. So that that right. that that makes you even more suspect. I mean, that, that that makes you even more culpable than someone who hasn't been through it. More monsters, yes. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. exactly. All right, that's a <laughs> now that's a heavy. No, no one wants to hear of this topic when they tune into this episode. So let's switch gears a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the nutrition side of things, or or, or nutraceuticals, things that herbs and stuff like that you, that you have used successfully to help people with this condition. Let's let's touch on the four things that are absolutely necessary to have an erection. Okay. <laughs> Once we touch on those four things then that, that, that leads us into the supplementation and into the nutrition. The first and absolute must-have is a testosterone-dominant body mm-hmm. and a, testosterone, a free testosterone level in the norm or higher than the norm. Right. I have seen urologists who are pretty smart guys, uh, smart in quotes, because as you remember, I said there are two kinds of smart people. <laughs> They're the, uh, the, the uh, memorizers and and repeaters, the, the <laughs> imitators, and then the thinkers and the innovators. Right. But So these guys just hand out the Viagra, they hand out the Cialis, and nothing happens. And they're puzzled. Well, it's, it's supposed to work. Okay, so first you need a fairly good testosterone level. Second thing you need is you need a fairly good dopamine level. Mm-hmm. Dopamine is the hormone of desire. Yes. You know, if anyone who's ever worked in a Parkinson's ward the, 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 they usually have the doors locked on a Parkinson's ward because you've got all these 70, 80, 90-year-olds in there. They're all being fed dopamine out the wazoo because dopamine is what their brain isn't making anymore. Let's backtrack a bit. Dopamine is the hormone that connects the brain to your body. Without dopamine, your brain has no connection to your body at all and right. loses control of all body functions. So without the dopamine, you're dead. Yeah. We, uh, we we know a pre-morbid state because the brain stops making dopamine four days before you die. Mm. So we know that, that the effects of dopamine last about four days. Okay, so <clears throat> when you walk into a Parkinson's ward, you see all these old folks, and the, the little 80-year-old women are trying to get the male nurses into bed with them, and the, the old men are walking around <laughs> with, 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 with erections that they haven't had since they were 17, because dopamine causes lust. I mean, not just desire, but you take enough dopamine and you are in lust. 
like what happens, you know, when you when you're 17 and you see this this absolutely gorgeous gal on the beach and you're stripping her bikini off in your mind. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Third yeah. thing you need is nitric oxide, and mm-hmm. we all know why because it it it. it, it Nitric oxide feeds into cyclic GMP, and that produces the, the relaxation in the tissues to allow the blood to flow in. Then the next thing we need, the last thing, is we need something to fight off PDE5. Phosphodiesterase 5 is an enzyme that kills nitric oxide. Mm-hmm. Nitric oxide is supposed to have a half-life of 30 seconds. When you've got too much PDE5 floating around in your body, nitric oxide has a half-life of nothing. Yeah. And we, now this is why, from like 40 to 45 on, we make more and more and more PDE5, hmm. so that eventually, the amount of PDE5 that we make will overcome the amount of nitric oxide we're trying to make, and our heart doesn't get enough circulation, our brain doesn't get enough circulation, and our Wally Wally doesn't get enough circulation. Yeah. So we need something to fight off the PDE5 and allow the nitric oxide to have to uh, its 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 end goal. Yeah. So those, so testosterone, dopamine, nitric oxide, and a PDE5 inhibitor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. What's an example of a PDE5 inhibitor? Cedium uh, monier and the uh, honey goat weed. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The, those are, 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 are two of the most commonly known ones. Now, it's, it, it's an interesting point. When, when, when the, the drug company started working on, on what we consider to be the pro-erection drugs now, Cialis, Levitra, uh, the Viagra. Yeah. They originally started off as brain circulation boosting drugs for Alzheimer's patients. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they fed them to a, a patient population and they discovered, hey, look at that! Wow! <laughs> Everybody's coming back for more. Hey, give me another one of those pills. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, they knew that there were more guys out there who needed to get directions than there were patients out there getting Alzheimer's. Much bigger market, greater sales. And so, all of a sudden, they completely switched gears, went off in a different direction, yeah. and mm-hmm. went after the the the, the, uh, the pro erection market. But it needs to be said <clears throat> that all of these erection drugs are based on sneakymonier, which is a lichen. It's a it's a it's a it's a moss that grows in a rock in China, mm. and the, they're all based off of what the sneakymonier is known to do. I see. Now, what what are why why shouldn't someone take Viagra or Cialis? Uh, actually, you know, uh, there are side effects with the drugs because with any drug that's made or that's a copy of a natural substance, you'll have side effects because it isn't a natural substance. Right. With, with Viagra, uh, it's been known to cause heart attacks, blue vision, and in some cases, blindness. Mm. The, the Levitra and the Cialis actually have a much safer, <clears throat> uh, uh, profile, and the the uh, side effects are are basically just flush face and a runny nose. Oh, excuse okay. me, a s- stuffy nose. Yeah, lower back and, pain, I think, with Cialis. Some people get lower back stiffness, something along those lines. That depends on their kidneys and how well they can they can they can they can okay. filter things out. It sense. actually really might not be a lower back pain. It actually might be a kidney issue. Perfect. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, I was hoping you'd say that because that, 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 that was my theory as well, that maybe your kidneys are unhealthy. They can't process properly, and now you're getting that pain in your lower back as a result. Right. Now, you know, so if we, if we put in all the stuff to help us make testosterone, and then we put in all the stuff to help our brain tell our testicles to take the stuff we just put in and make testosterone, 
And then we put in the stuff to tell our brains to release more dopamine because the fact is that from 40 on, we lose 1% to 10% dopamine production yeah. per year. So if you're losing it faster, then your passion will, will yeah. be quenched faster. That's why, that's why I like Makuna so much. I mean, Makuna is in one of your supplements. It's in my well, testosterone yeah. booster as well because Makuna exactly. not only increases testosterone as well as luteinizing hormone, which is how your brain communicates with the testes to produce more natural testosterone. It also Here ramps up dopamine big time. That's why when people take, that's why a lot of people who take my testosterone booster, they take two tablets and they notice the dopamine boost on the first try. I take it an hour before I work out because it gives me a nice brain perk focus, more aggression. So I'm ready to kill it in training. So that's one of the reasons why I put it. I mean, there's several reasons why I put it in the T booster one, because it's very effective as a testosterone booster, but also as a dopamine enhancer, which is critical for any kind of male performance product. Exactly. Exactly. You, you, you can't think about making love with, without the passion. That'd make you prostitute. <laughs> a lot of guys don't have to think about that. <laughs> some of the, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a word that starts with F and ends with G, okay, at that point, okay? <laughs> There's no passion. That's probably, that's probably one of the other reasons for erectile dysfunction is that mm-hmm. you're just with someone that you're not attracted to, exactly. and you're just not willing to admit that to yourself. Maybe, that, maybe for reasons beyond hormone balance in each of you, you, you guys have just grown apart. Exactly. And, and you know, uh, uh, oh gosh, someone had a variation of a, of a familiarity breed, breeds contempt. Yeah. Uh, but it, 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 <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it, it's a variation there. You know, I may love chocolate ice cream and I may eat mostly chocolate ice cream, but doesn't every now and then I'm going to want some strawberry and vanilla too. <laughs> exactly. You know, and and, and uh, uh, I can understand. Well, maybe maybe monogamy is the biggest reason for erectile dysfunction. It, you know, <laughs> mankind was, was was never meant to be monogamous. The Romans right. gave us the laws because they couldn't figure out the inheritance laws. Yeah. So the Roman world became monogamous. I love it. Because, I love these practical reasons for why this yeah, Romans the Romans figure out the inheritance laws. No, no, because the Romans did their big inheritance law. I, I can't follow everything the Romans did. I watched Spartacus, man. And I, I've seen some things that the Romans did. I'm just going to have to leave some of their laws alone, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what happened to Julius Caesar in that last season of Spartacus, man. I'm good. I'm going to pass on that Roman law, man. Yeah, they, they might have taken the anti-monogamy stance a little bit too far. It's like, forget about just women. We're going to go for everything now. Let's bring the goat in. <laughs> you know, there are two and a half women for every guy on the planet. Yeah. In some places, like the Bahamas, there are ten women for every guy. Yeah, that's on the why planet. so many people like the vacation in the Bahamas. That's, that's, exactly. why, that's why I'm moving there. <laughs> so, depending on where you are, there is always a surplus of women. Yeah. I've, 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 I have been somewhat pro polygamy most of my life, but what I can't figure out is how a guy puts up with all the yakking. <laughs> from, from from more than one wife. I mean, God, you know, there's just there's there's some places going to have to go for for some. For some quiet time. <laughs> and see, that, yeah, and that's, that, where it, that's where it comes down to right there because a lot of times, the majority of times, guys are not going to end up with someone who will say, if you can say, like, look, baby, I'm going to take a month off. I'm just going to go and just, I'm just take a trip somewhere by myself for a month or even a week. Most of their partners would have a freaking heart attack. Why? What? What's going on? Who are you going to meet? Blah, blah, blah. All the questions start to happen. So when you can, to my, if you are lucky enough to find someone who can actually let you do that, 
then I'm pretty sure your your chances of having some erections for a long time are pr- probably a lot better at that point. <laughs> you know, you need someone that's going to let you be you, man, and not try to be. First of all, we we had our mothers already. You know, we've already had our parents. We don't need someone to sit there and step into their role and take over again. But, you know, at the same time, you can't necessarily blame that person that's yakking all the time. You got to put the blame on the guy because he's accepted it. He's taking. No, that's true. But my, my attitude is, no one's gonna let me do anything. I'm gonna do whatever I want. <laughs> period. And that's, right. and you're gonna know that going in. I'm not gonna lie about it. I'm not saying I'm gonna go around. I'm not talking about you know having a bunch of affairs here. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about I'm gonna be me. And I think I think a lot of guys are afraid to say that. They're afraid to say, here's who I am, and I'm going to be me. Hey, now, do can you right deal with that front. or not? Yeah, do that right up front, and so they'll know what they signed up for. Now, yeah. they sit there and sign up for it, and then with hopes of thinking they can change you, when that's back on them. <laughs> that's, uh, that's your fault. You know, <laughs> listen, rule number one, you can't change yeah. anyone, people. No one. No, it could be something superficial where you're, you may say, look, I only want to be with a woman who works out and eats healthy. Now, if that's actually important to you, then don't deviate from that. Right. Don't try to get some girl who's unhealthy and say, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn her around. You're gonna, I'm hey, gonna, baby, <laughs> come to the gym with me. I'm going to make yeah. you work out. No. Oh, she's going to hate you. And you she's know probably going to she's gonna screw Pablo the pool boy who's already ripped and doesn't care because <laughs> Pablo just wants some ass. Okay. He care less if she goes and works out. And that's where you're you lose. Not but... talking about, this, is, this isn't a story from past experience now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no pool boys. <laughs> no, but I, I really feel that a, a lot of problems that people have is because they're not honest with themselves, with who they are, and then they're not honest with people in their personal life. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of that contributes to erectile dysfunction. Now, people are, are listening to us right now, going, "Come on, let's get back to those four points Dr. Wong brought up." And we, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get back there. But the point I'm trying to make is, those four points are only gonna work. They're if you're with effects. someone you want to be exactly. with. They're, they're, they're the yeah. products of the right. things we're talking about right now. So you take care of the stuff we're talking about now, then you have to, probably don't have to worry about those four points for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's, most folks settle for something that they yeah. think will be okay instead of of selecting. Right. You have mm-hmm. to be selective. You can't settle. Because the second you settle for something, Miss Wright is going to walk in the, the room. We could say that about jobs too, right? You settle yeah. for a job that you're not remotely passionate about, and then you're wondering why you're miserable for the rest of your life. Exactly, yes. If you love what you do, you're not going to be miserable hey, for the rest of your it. life or even right now. <laughs> exactly. We said it a million times on the show. You need to do something that makes your wood stand up in the morning. You cannot just necessarily be with someone that makes <laughs> yeah, your wood stand up. Yeah, literally and metaphorically. Exactly. So, you know, it even works with that. So trust me. No, but people always say life is short, right? Life is not short if you don't like your life. It's a it's long, long, slow death. <laughs> it's a long, <laughs> limp death. Maximum it's security really long. Prison, if you're in a maximum security prison for the rest of your life, believe me, it's not going to go fast. <laughs> You can't wait to get on death row. Like, okay, is it my day yet? Come on. Man. <laughs> so long. I, I usually feel sorry for those guys who are like on death row for like 20 years. I'm like, what's the holdup? Like, <laughs> what are we waiting on here? Why am I paying taxes for this, this prolonged death? We know he's going to die. Why are we I waiting so like, long? Let's get you something to hang myself here, man. I'll take care of it today. Hey, man, I have a gun. I'll go in there and take care of it for you. If y'all feel it, if you're a little shaky about doing it, I'll handle it for you. He's a child rapist. It won't take me long. Okay, so, <laughs> I'm like, why did it take 20 years for you to sit there and kill a child rapist? Like, come on, he should have been whacked off right off the, right from the start, man. Come on, so fine. <laughs> now, now, Dr. Wong, going back to your four points, let's talk about testosterone first because I know you're a you're a proponent of optimal fat intake, as I am as well. And I know you've written about the benefits of olive oil and then saturated fats and so forth for fueling your sex hormone chain. So let's start there. You know, all well, let me correct that. 
the best things to make hormones from, starting off, are animal fats. So milk, egg, and meat. Then, the second best things to make hormones from are things that, that are easily convertible into hormones, which are the saturated fats, which is a, the, the, the uh, 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 coconut oil. Right. Then we get into the monosaturated fats, like the olive oil. You can't make hormones out of polyunsaturated fats. So forget that crap altogether. Plus, that's the stuff that's giving, giving us Alzheimer's by destroying brain tissue. So we don't want to eat that anyway. You're talking so, about stuff like flaxseed oil, et cetera. Yes, and, and, and just, just the, uh, canola oil, any polyunsaturated fat oil, any oil that's supposed to be good for your heart is bad for your brain. Okay. And bad for your hormones. Now, why is that? Do you know the mechanism? Well, the, 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 the body needs to take cholesterol. It needs to take a saturated fat and whittle it down into a hormone. And there's, there's this, this, this process of of enzymes working on the fat and whittling it away and whittling it away and whittling it some more. First it whittles it into pregnenolone, then it whittles it into, I think, progesterone, and then it whittles it into testosterone, then right. it whittles it into, into uh, DHT and or estrogen. Right. So there's, there's this downline process of, of cutting a fat molecule down to size to make it into a hormone. And the polyunsaturated fats just ain't got it. Okay. So, I mean, I'm a big fan. I don't eat meat, as you know, but I'm a big fan of coconut oil and actually cacao, which is another saturated fat. And I, mm -hmm. I, find, I find the coconut oil, which I cook with, it's great for that. I use coconut butter and protein shakes, add a teaspoon of coffee here and there. And I, I definitely feel a, a big difference with that. When, yes. when I have the right amount of saturated fat on my diet, if I put it in a, <clears throat> in a meal before training, it's huge. So and your brain will love you for it. So, Dr. Warren, talk about these polyunsaturated fats. It's safe to say because, you know, it may be going over some people's heads or some denial is happening right here. It's safe to say when you're eating that crappy drive through food and fast food all the time, that's playing a big part into also contributing to your erectile dysfunction, right? You know, all that stuff is going to help clog up your arteries. Right. It's going to not give you the nutrition you think you're getting. <clears throat> it's basically empty food, and we... we 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 have gotten used to tasteless foods. Ask any New Zealander what American vegetables taste like, yeah. and they'll look at you and say, "Hey, Mike, it tastes like paper." <laughs> they live in volcanic rich soil. <laughs> they know what that stuff is supposed to taste like, and we're used to garbage. We're used no, to stuff so that's, that's that's out of season. Yeah, no, it's so true. You go to other countries where it's it's actually organic food by default, and you taste the vegetables and so forth. It's you're like, "Wow, I didn't realize a tomato tasted like this." <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, yes. it's amazing what a difference it makes. Now, what else besides fat is important for natural testosterone production? Well, any of the of the sterols that can turn into fat, like uh, Egedi sterol, is a very powerful sterol that's in maca that easily turns into testosterone. It's like mm -hmm. one step away. The more, the further away a sterol is from being testosterone, the less likely it is going to be turned into testosterone. So if we put in the, the ecadesterol, and then we have our brain create luteinizing hormone, bingo, you've got testosterone, providing you've got enough zinc and, and magnesium. Those are the two caveats. Yeah. Because zinc and magnesium are essential cofactors for testosterone production. 
And I just want to interject there that zinc and magnesium are in abundance in my recovery oil. So keep that in mind, folks. <laughs> but, can I, but Mike, can you can you spray it on, on, on your willy, though? Can you do that? Just don't spray it on your <laughs> I, I, I had a guy, Dr. Wong, who, uh, who emailed me and said, hey, can I, can I put this magnesium oil and zinc on my package? And I go, yeah, you can, but it may not feel that good. <laughs> and, and, and I'm I don't sure you're going to be happy where, about Where that. you stick that may not feel so good on the other person. Exactly. <laughs> so, but there's a burning sensation they probably do not want to experience, okay? Yeah. Sometimes when people put magnesium oil in their skin, they get this harmless burning sensation. Now, yeah. It's still harmless on your Willy Walker, as you would say. What are we, six? It's still harmless there, but it's not going to be pleasant. Can you guys imagine what I had to put up with? What I had to put up with with a name like Wong my, my whole life? Hey, it's better than Wong. Can you imagine okay. the jokes? That been, this, this is the whole reason I haven't run for office. Just tell him a Wong is well, longer it's, it's, than well, a Wang. Just tell him that, Doctor Wong. Why, it makes perfect sense while you're an ED expert, though, exactly. because <laughs> it's this topic early in your life. Like, man, with a last name like Wong, how could I not be an expert on it? <laughs> <laughs> Just like my lot. last name, Maul Her. <laughs> <laughs> like that guy's an aggressive dude. How could you not be with the last name like Maul Her? <laughs> What about what about spinach, Doctor Wong? I've, I've read that I've written I've seen some articles by you where you talked about how spinach has some ingredients that help with testosterone production. Yeah, the gidiosterol, the same thing that uh, right. that the maca has, the same thing that the uh, it used to be back in the nineties. They they tried to get a lot of gidiosterol. I think it was from grasshoppers or <laughs> crickets oh, because you know some chemists thought that they were a good source of gidiosterol. Yeah, and Actually, you know, the, 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 the spinach and the maca have it, have it beat. I think maca has more than spinach by, by the factor of maybe nine. Wow. But uh, Popeye was right. Spinach will make you nice and big and strong. Besides having the iron content in spinach, which most people who are, are O-blood types need, a constant source of iron. Okay. Uh, then uh, the, the spinach is rich in the ecadesterol. Now, with maca, what kind of maca should people look for? Oh, gosh. You know, having having been a maca fan now for going on 20 years, having tried the lowland maca, the highland maca, the red maca, the caramelized maca, the this maca, the that maca, if you're looking at, at raw maca, just a raw maca powder, it should be highland maca, and I don't think it makes much of a difference whether they burned off the sugar or whether they just left it there. 90, 99, 98% of maca is sugar and in fiber, they're they're only like one to three percent actually active ingredients in it. Okay. So when you're taking a tablespoon of maca, I used to take six tablespoons a day. Wow. And I did that for for more than a decade until I got sick and tired of doing it. <laughs> uh, and then I discovered that the French had the, a French pharmaceutical company had come up with an extract of maca that was like eighteen twenty x, eighteen twenty times stronger uh, than 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 just plain raw maca, and uh, we, most of the extracts up to that point had always had something removed from it, usually the ecadisterol, right. to make it not work. This French company left the ecadisterol alone, didn't touch it, and that's what they were selling, basically. They were selling, selling it as a, as a, a manliness potent, potency supplement. In France, uh, this tincture, this extract of, of maca is actually a prescription drug. Well, the, and that's what, what we put in our Andy and Essence Max is that same 
extract of maca at the same strength. We don't water it down. Plus, we add the ashwagandha to help release luteinizing hormone. Yeah, ashwagandha is great stuff. Ashwagandha is incredible. I'm actually working on a adrenal support product, and ashwagandha is one of the main ingredients. Love that stuff. Cool. I've actually thought about adding it to my testosterone booster. That, that's something I'm seriously considering because I think it's a great herb. You know, com- combine that with with the uh, Makana Papurans, and you'll have a double hit on, on creating loot. Yeah, the Makuna is already in my tea booster, so that's that's my feeling too. Is that when I take ashwagandha with my tea booster, it's it's definitely a pronounced effect. Definitely. Hey, Doctor Wan, you were saying that you would you took maca like six times a day at one time. How did you yeah. consume your your maca? I mean, like I put maca in my okay. shakes, but um, what other ways have you used maca? You know, I got tired of trying to mix six tablespoons of maca into into stuff. Yeah. So I would take two tablespoons at a time and just swig it down with water or coffee. Oh, you're a gangster, man. But I would do that too just to make sure I'm taking the right amount, right? Because if you bake it in something, then you're going, Well, maybe I didn't eat enough of what I baked to get yeah. the right amount because I didn't want to mess around, so I would just take I would put a tablespoon in it in, in it as well and chase it down. Now, what about gelatinized maca? I hear that <clears throat> buzzing around quite a bit. Is is that worth consuming? You know, I I I've tried both the gelatinized and the regular raw, I couldn't feel a difference. Not that other yeah, books can't feel a difference, but I'm usually the worst case scenario. When, whenever I, I get something, it's the worst case of whatever I get, so that whatever works for me works just great for somebody else, usually at a much lower dose. Right. Uh, uh, the Dr. Charles W. Turner, God rest his soul, called that healer's disease. He used to get the worst case of whatever he got, so that when, when he could fix it on himself, he knew that half of what he did for him would work great for anybody else. I want to I want to send you some of my testosterone booster. Actually, I don't know if I have or I'm going to get some out to you because the Thanks, bulb by yeah, natalensis, which is a South African herb, which is the cornerstone ingredient in my tea booster. That's that's I mean the macuna works well, and so does stinging nettle root. But the bulb by natalensis is incredible. That stuff. I, I mean, com- comparing. Comparing maca to bulbine natalensis is like comparing, remember that one supplement, that ED supplement, Aspire 36 to Super X, right? It's so much oh, yeah. more it's, cool. Super X is a good product, but that Aspire 36 was like that times 10, that ED, that uh, male enhancement product. So I'm, I'm going to get some of my testosterone booster out to you because if you actually get benefits with maca, you're going to be blown away by bulbine natalensis. I'd love to try it. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Now let's get into let's get into nitric oxide because when people think about nitric oxide, they think about arginine right away. Is that what you recommend to increase? Well, the there's, there are a few nitric oxide producing amino acids out there. My favorite is is, is arginine and trimethylglycine. You can go much more expensive and use the dimethylglycine. Hmm. You can uh, you, you can go cheaper and use the the uh, citrulline. Uh, but you know either way, if you take enough of this stuff, it will make nitric oxide. Yeah. Yeah, I like citrulline actually because I find that maybe about four grams before workouts gives a nice pump in the mm-hmm. muscle fuel. You get yes. you get you definitely get the NO benefits. You notice that your erections are thicker and fuller when you when you're using citrulline. Arginine, I find that if you take more than three or four grams, then you better have a toilet nearby just in case. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't need that going to the gym. You better try the ethyl ester. Of, of arginine, then you yeah. you only need about about uh, twenty one, twenty two uh, grams of it. Uh, excuse me, uh, 
milligrams. Of. <laughs> I was going to say, 22 grams. You're going to have for a week. You know, your your the, bathroom's going to look like a crime scene times three. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> Back in the old days, we used to tell folks to take about five grams of arginine to help increase their NO. The, the ethyl ester cuts that in half. So you only need about, about two grams. Wow, is that, is that that's in your one of your products, right? Which which one of your yeah? Products well, we've 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 got the the arginine plus plus TMG, and somewhere between two and four capsules a day does it for most guys. Yeah, yeah, that's a good product. You have a great line of supplements, by the way, Doctor Bond. Want listeners Thank to make sure they go over and check out your stuff, because again, you're you're selling stuff that you actually use and have benefited from, and you have tons of testimonials from people that use your stuff. We don't make anything we don't ourselves use, and we don't make anything that we didn't dream up because we needed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that easy. It really there's, is. There's that's, a difference right there. That's so. my philosophy right there. So I, I will never sell anything that I don't use personally. Because how do I know if it yep. works if I'm not using it? You know? Exactly. Like, you know, I used to be the front man for a, 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 an enzyme company, and the chief salesman got into an accident. And I asked him, okay, so how many of the X, you know, enzymes – are you taking? He goes, well, uh, I'm not. I don't believe in them. Wait a minute. You're making, you're, 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 you're selling this stuff by the millions of dollars worth and you don't use it? You don't believe in it? Maybe, maybe, no, he, thought, so, yeah. maybe he thought he was too vital to take it. He might have been. Is that a hint to the company? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm already too vital for that time, so I'm good. <laughs> Sounds, oh, like, sounds man, like straight up like hilarious. a drug dealer right there. I can't get high on my own supply, Dr. Wong. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's rule number yeah, one, man. You're not going to get healed on your own supply either, buddy. <laughs> you know? why, why are Americans so far behind on systemic enzymes? People never know what I'm talking about when I bring up <laughs> systemic enzymes. People are pumping up fish oil all day long, which doesn't do anything beneficial. In fact, Dr. Dr. Brian Reskin talks about some of the negatives of fish oil, how it can constrict arteries and so forth. Yet people still keep singing that tune Marketing, that that's yeah. the best thing for inflammation. You know, the, the effects of any of the omega oils on inflammation is less than one baby aspirin. Wow. So the, the effects of the omegas on inflammation has been severely overblown and all for the reasons of, of uh, marketing and sales. Yeah. You know, I don't know why systemic enzymes have, well, I do know why systemic enzyme use in the United States, if it became widespread, would cut back on office visits and uh, sales of drugs. It's, it's that simple. Yeah. It, it is widely, you know, every doc in Germany, in Central Europe, in Eastern Europe, in Russia, Japan, India, and China studies about the therapeutic effects of proteolytic enzymes. Docs here don't know what the frick those things are. Well, I mean, even in that, even in the athletic community, right, the sports community that Sincere and I are in training and so forth, you would mm -hmm. think this community would know about systemic enzymes because people are always scouring the earth to look for stuff <laughs> that helps with recovery and so forth, yet so few people actually know about systemic enzymes. A few companies, sports nutrition companies, have tried selling enzymes. Some of them had pretty good formulas, but they all bombed. They just weren't able to get market traction. And that always amazes me because it's not a product that doesn't work. They work. I used some of these blends that were out there, but they just weren't able to get that market traction at all. I don't know why folks have have failed with systemic enzyme products. Uh, it takes a lot of explaining. It takes a lot of knowledge of, of the science and of the research and therapeutic action that that has been done. You know, the clinical experience has now been ongoing for almost 60 years. Yeah. 
Uh, there have been over 140 million Europeans alone who use systemic enzymes and have been prescribed systemic enzymes by their physicians. Yeah. yeah well, here's so I have no idea why. Well, what's here's amazing my is when here's my someone is a recovery yeah. expert and they don't know about systemic enzymes. Like, if you're a recovery expert, that's your job, and you don't know about systemic enzymes? Yeah. Well, again, like it, I said, it, it, it's, it's the marketing, man. They're, they're playing catch-up to... Fish oil's already got a big job I mean, marketing wise on a commercial on a commercial level. So basically, every time you turn on the television, see that's that's where you lose, Mike, because you don't watch TV, <laughs> so you don't have cable. <laughs> so, but everybody else is watching TV, and if you watch any channel, especially anything geared toward, let's say, if it's something like an ESPN or something that is catering to athletes or people are trying to be athletes, or if you're someone who's getting older, you watch something like the Game Show Network or something like that. They're they're bombarded with commercials about fish oil, omega red, fish oil, fish oil for recovery, 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 and they're beating people over the heads with this with the marketing because they have the money and the backing to make that happen. So whereas most of the time these companies that are producing and, and coming out with systemic enzymes or whatever, they don't have that kind of money to compete with that. So it's always exactly. they're always going to have a losing battle. So people are going with what they're familiar with, even these freaking doctors, because who's coming into those doctor's offices and pretty much telling them, hey, if you're going to talk about supplements, talk about this, because they're connected to some That's pharmaceutical company. So whereas, you know, guys those like are, yourself and Dr. Wong and I going into yeah, a doctor's exactly. office and pitching to them like, hey, pitch my. Well, I mean, both both Dr. Wong and myself are doing very well selling systemic enzymes. It's one of my best sellers, Restorezyme. So, I mean, I think I think you have a lot more. When you have the freedom to create something, create your own product, and sell directly to the customer, mm-hmm. that's powerful stuff right there. It is. Yep. It is. And as as long as we have been preaching, I've, 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 I've known you now for what going on yeah, well over a decade. decade. Yeah. 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 You know, for as long as we have, have been have had the preaching. We have made good inroads compared to the to, to the fish oil folks and to the uh, to the uh, supplements that that the drug companies are themselves pushing. Yeah, uh, we we haven't touched a thing. No, no, we're doing well for ourselves, but in terms yeah. of in terms of the supplement industry, small fish, small potatoes. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Now, systemic en- are systemic enzymes useful for men with ED, and if so, how? Part of the problem with ED especially with guys who don't exercise, is that their microcirculation is clogged by fibrin. Mm. So it's, it's a use-it-or-lose-it proposition. If you exercise and maintain your circulatory bed, your vascular bed, then more than likely all your little capillaries and all the venules will, will be open and they will be able to flow blood down there. But if you're you know, a couch potato, if you sit by a desk all day long, if if your thought of exercising is, is, is stretching your fingers out before you <laughs> put them on the keyboard, then it's more than likely that the circulation to your skin, the circulation to your extremities is compromised and that the microcirculation is plugged up by these little fibrin plugs that don't allow blood to get into every little crook and nanny. So the enzymes can come in and eat away all those fibrin plugs. And we, we get this all the time, first-time enzyme users, especially gals. I feel a thousand pins and needles under my skin. I feel like ants are crawling. Well, that's the enzymes eating away at the fibrin plugs in your microcirculation. And then, oh, my hands and feet aren't cold anymore. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I've actually heard that kind of feedback. That's why I'm laughing. Especially the pins and needles. I go, yeah. That, that, now I have a good explanation for it. But I, norm, I, I used to just say, just deal with it. Shut up. Deal with it. I didn't ask you about that. <laughs> yeah. It's actually a very good thing. And with, with gals with, with uh, fibrocystic breast disease, what happens is they'll actually get an ache 
in the cysts. I had one doc, a gal doc, call me up one time. Uh, I was away lecturing. She, she, she called me up one day. She called me up the next day. She called me up the third day. Left, left messages. Why are my tits hurting? And then by the time I got back to her on the fourth day, she understood because half of the 50 cysts in one breast were gone and most of the cysts in the other breast were gone. And she understood that it was the lysing process eating away at those fibrocystic cysts that she was feeling, and that's where the ache came from. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really interesting stuff. I mean, yeah, systemic enzymes can also be used for for women to avoid hysterectomies if they get to it soon enough. Is, is that a fair statement? Well, that depends on a bunch of stuff that may or may not have anything to do with, with fibrin or circulation okay. or or inflammation might have more to do with, with, with hormonal stuff. It can even have something to do with, with, with the supportive tissues. So I wouldn't make that, that, that wide a blanket statement, but sure. it can certainly help with uh, uterine fibroids and, and uh, ovarian cysts. Yeah, maybe something, and maybe something that addresses estrogen dominance, such as myomin or my estrogen blocker or your estrogen blocker, maybe something like that would also be useful. Exactly. Yeah. The combination of the, of, 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 an estrogen blocker aromatase inhibitor with the enzymes is the key to overcoming most of the women's fibrosis conditions. Okay. Yeah, that's fascinating. Now, here's one for Sincere. What about coffee? How is, is coffee beneficial for guys with ED? You know, coffee stimulates circulation to the brain. It stimulates circulation to the heart. stimulates circulation to the body. Right. Anything that stimulates circulation is going to help your willy. Take that one, folks. Hey, Get some coffee in for your willy. Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> Nothing wrong with my willy. Why are you drinking coffee, Mike? For my willy. <laughs> I don't need the energy. Take it from my willy. <laughs> for your willy. I am, I am sipping on Sumatra even as oh, we speak. I am sipping on Costa Rican um, Tarasu right now as we well, speak. Well, Sincere, I think, we have a, I think we have a product for you, Sincere. A little bit of Makuna, yeah. Maca, coffee blended together. Bam. Bam. Hey, like, now that's an like, idea. Or more yeah. like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> more like you're going to go out and look for him. Is coffee in your hand or are you happy to see me? <laughs> you won't be able to step out the door without putting on two jock straps and a <laughs> pair of blue jeans. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little it's a little embarrassing to be a grown man walking oh, around man. with direction. <laughs> walking around like Anchorman right now, like wait a minute. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend of mine who took my testosterone booster, and he said that he was at a pool party with his daughter. His daughter's about eleven, and he he jumped into the pool, and then a couple of good-looking women walked by, and and, and he's he got aroused inside the pool, and his daughter was like, "Hey, Dad, Dad, come over here and play with us." He's like, "No, nah, not right now, honey." All of a sudden, our Kelly music playing in the background. Yeah, grown man at a kids' party walking around with the direction. It's not going to be a good look <laughs> <laughs> oh man look at like, gary glenn get it's, back it's on that side of the pool <laughs> because it's a team booster come back you know? <laughs> oh man that's too funny you know you know what's ironic about ed actually just the whole topic is when you're a young man sometimes you get boners when you don't want to have it like in the classroom yep. or something like that, right? Oh, Mr. Right. Mahler, come up to the board real quick. Right? <laughs> and, then, and then when you're a grown man, you can't get a boner when you do want it. So life, life has some ironies, man. That's a Steinbeck novel right there. <laughs> My dad used to take this, this black Chinese concoction. And he said, oh, you will take this before you're 35. If you take before you're 35, very bad for your heart. Oh, come on, dad, what is it? And he took a shot of this stuff, uh, uh, an ounce of it every single night before he went to bed. Then one day he let me have a taste. And 
I was a physical education major. I was in the middle of doing undergrad then, and I used to go to to school in warm-ups. Couldn't go to school in warm-ups that day. I mean, I I, I was wearing two jock straps and my blue jeans, and what, it was still. What's in this concoction? What, 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 what it's not like castor oil. What is this? Man? You know, I to this day I don't know. He got it from a Chinese physician who mixed it up for him somewhere in Chinatown in New York. Huh. I have no idea what was in it, but whatever was in it was absolute dynamite. Wow. I have been, I have been searching the Chinese medical tomes <laughs> since I was since, well, some of this, since some I of was in naturopathic school. Like Looking Dr. for that formula, I haven't found it yet. Dr. Chi's Super X is a great product. For, mm-hmm. for an alternative male performance enhancer. And for those listening, just go, just put in Chi Health Super X in any search engine and some options will come up. That's a great product. I mean, you turned me on to that years ago and I thought that was fantastic. It's got a couple of different Chinese herbs that work really well together. And uh, you have one too, right? You have something similar to that? Well, uh, actually, I don't have an erection enhancing product per se. Uh, I've got the things to help release luteinizing hormone and dopamine. I've got another product to help make make tea, which also releases luteinizing right. hormone. But I, I have not found that right combination of herbs yet. Yeah. So I do not have an erection. Yeah, I'm uh, with you. My testosterone I don't, I, don't, I don't look at my testosterone booster as an ED product. I mean, a lot of people have benefited on that front, but I wouldn't market it as that part, for that purpose necessarily. <clears throat> and I, I haven't come across a natural blend that I would sell under my label or one that I've concocted at this time yeah. either. It's just it's one of those things where... It's, it's just not enough people get benefit from the combinations that I've come up with where I would feel comfortable pushing that out there. Yeah, and another issue is that uh, Eli Lilly seems to go after everyone who's got a decent erection, pro, uh, erection herbal product. Right. Uh, and we just don't have the money. We just don't have the money to fight them. Don't want those yeah. kind of problems. Yeah. They, Eli Lilly has so far put down two or three pro-erection products that I know of. They went after Aspire 36. Yeah. Uh, they went after Confidence uh, 24, Confidence 36, something yeah, like that. Stamina no, X. Uh, Confidence yeah. RX. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, uh, they went after one one other one. All of them worked, and they worked magnificently. Right. Anytime, and Well, that that's the problem with our mm-hmm. government. Anytime something works, they take it off the shelf. Not when it doesn't exactly. work, when it works. Yeah. That's right. a lot about how much power pharmaceutical companies have in our country. Oh, uh, you know, both the CDC and the FDA are the best government agencies money can buy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's very, that's very well said. Now, I'm glad I remembered this because I would have kicked myself if I forgot to bring this up after the show. Yohimbi, right? Yohimbi and Yohimban. A lot of people ask me about this. Now, me personally, I don't like either one because Yohimbi or Yohimban makes my heart rate go up. It makes me sweat. It makes me paranoid. The last thing I want to do is have sex after popping Yohimbi. <laughs> you know, and some people will take it as a pre-workout supplement. My heart is going to explode through my chest if I took that as a pre-workout supplement. So personally speaking, it gives me dry mouth. It doesn't do anything beneficial for me. But what do you think about Yohimbi, Yohimbine in general as an erectile dysfunction addresser? It, it only works for some folks. Yeah. Uh, it will not work for folks who have a lot of PDE5 production because it is not a PDE5 inhibitor. Right. It's a it, it's a parasympathetic mydriatic, which means it it it, uh, it it does a bunch of stuff to stimulate nerves and to stimulate circulation. Uh, the, the the this is a, a a tree bark from West Africa. Right. And they used to use it in fertility rituals there, uh, and 
it, it works okay for folks, let's say, under 40 as, as an <laughs> erection enhancer. <laughs> but let's say under 40, <laughs> yeah. Somewhere between 40 and 45, it stops working as an erection enhancer. Huh. Uh, but, it, yes, it, it will give you a rapid heartbeat, or it can either increase your blood pressure or, or, or plunge your blood pressure, which can huh. kill you. Yeah, it's really so. Yohimbi uh, is something you'd rather not mess with. And uh, I used to, I used to take the raw stuff, and and make the extract myself. You mix it with alcohol, you put it in an oven, you do whatever. Whatever. I used to, I used to actually go through all the steps to make a Yohimbin concentrate, but uh, found that after forty, didn't do anything. Mm. That that's yeah that's my my I mean my experience with it is it it did work as <laughs> de- definitely driving blood flow to your to your penis no doubt about that but mm-hmm. that didn't mitigate the anxiety <laughs> the rapid heartbeats the sweating the dry mouth so you you have you have an erection but you don't feel like having sex it's a very odd sensation you have all this tension but you, the last thing you want to do is is engage in sex. Anyway, that was my experience with it. Not everyone's going to have the same experience, but personally, obviously, I would never sell it for that for that reason alone. That's not something I would use. And it, it was, I remember it was it predated Viagra. I remember it used to be something you had to get a prescription for Yohimban. I think you still do when it's past a certain dosage. Yeah. But but it never had the traction that Viagra had. And Viagra only has a fifty percent success rate. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't realize that Viagra only works half the time, probably for a lot yep. of the reasons you just brought up, Dr. Wong. And Yohimbi is even less than that. It's more 25% of the time. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you absolutely need to have all the other components in place, the testosterone, the dopamine, the nitric oxide, for the PDE5 inhibitors to actually work. Right. So you got to have a good testosterone-estrogen ratio. you got to have good free testosterone. Then you got to have good, healthy blood vessels, nitric oxide, PD5 inhibitor, and all of those things put together, you have hex- healthy sexual function. Not only just healthy sexual function, folks, but you'll find that your workouts are better, your workout recovery is better. It's all intertwined. You know, you're not going to find a really strong guy with extremely poor sexual health unless that person has just burned himself out completely. But when he's that, – that's the other point, actually, I wanted to bring up, Dr. Wong, is that a lot of, a lot of people in our community feel – they have, they actually have erectile dysfunction and they're shocked by that because they work out hard, they're lean, they're ripped, they're strong in the gym, yet they have erectile dysfunction. Well, they get and one they phrase wrong, Mike. They get one yeah, phrase wrong. They, they go hard, they go hard and go home in the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, they go hard and they go no, home. No, go home and go hard. Okay. You got it backwards, man. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And they're, they're often surprised by this. I'm not surprised by this because when I first no. started talking uh. to Dr. Wong, he would say, look, at past a certain age, when you're, when you're working out hard, you're just burning yourself out. You're actually lowering your testosterone, not increasing it anymore. And that's going to have negative effects on your se- sexual health. So a lot of times, people that push themselves into this perpetual overtraining have, of course, poor sexual health, no drive, no function. Right. There was a, a police chief somewhere back east who I used to correspond with, and he was in his 50s, and he tried to train like his uh, junior de- deputies did. He, he bombed and blasted and blitzed, and he did all the, all the fancy workouts just to try to keep up with – he thought he needed to keep up with the kids in, the, in his mm-hmm. department. He wound up getting two new hips and two new knees because he had completely yeah. just burned himself out. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's the other thing. When you're working out and getting injured, that's not as that, there's something wrong with your workouts. Yeah. You know, Steve Maxwell brought that up. Brought that up on our show. Why are you getting injured during your workouts? You know, your workouts are supposed to make you strong and injury proof, not cause injuries. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think that sheriff could have paid up. He could have done better by looking at some old martial arts films. There's a reason why the, the masters were barely. I mean, they would move a lot slower than their young proteges, and they were right. usually last at the end of the movie. A lot of times, their proteges never made it to the end of the movie. You know, so <laughs> slow, slow and steady wins the race, man. That's the reason why they're masters. None of those young ones were masters. Okay, so there's there's a hint right there. So once again, Doctor Wong, tomorrow we can learn a lot from Asian culture here. <laughs> so yeah. exactly. people have a hard time though going to the gym and working out and not pushing every set to failure and feeling wiped out. If they don't get that feeling, they don't feel like they worked exactly. out. Exactly. They feel like they wasted their time. It's like, you know, then what My, was the point? Well, you know, the, that's that's a, a mindset issue. Yeah. And we have to replace the mindset we had when we were 17, 20 some odd years old. Somewhere after 27, we need to start modifying it. Now, the 27-year-olds aren't going to believe this, but they will by the time they're 35. Yeah. Yeah. And, Those... and you know, you need to... You need to do what the, what the, uh, what the Brooks Brooks Kubik did, mm-hmm. uh, and just modify your your, your workout. So anybody over over forty, forty five needs to read uh, uh what, what is it uh gray hair yeah, black, gray iron. Hair, black iron black yeah, iron yeah 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 that's incredible. But Brooks a great guy. I taught a course with him in the UK a couple of years ago, and he's still a very strong guy. And he said exactly what you just said. You have to modify your workouts. I find at forty one I can still train really hard, but I have to balance that equation with restoration. Good. I get a massage once a week. I do sauna, spa treatments. I, I get deep sleep every night, eight hours deep sleep. I take all the right supplements, diet's good, and so forth. And I don't have stress in my life in terms of personal stress or business stress or really any stress for that matter. So those are all the reasons why I can still push it hard in the gym. But when I push it hard, I don't train to failure, and I don't do crappy reps to finish a set. A lot of people, yeah. Charles Poliquin has a great saying where, let's say you're doing eight reps in the military press, and then you hit rep nine, but you're, you're back bending, you're, 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 bar- you're barely balancing the bar as you go to lockout, you're contorting. That rep doesn't count. Only right. the good exactly. reps count. Right. That's a good way. Yeah. If, if, if you, if you, the problem with going to failure is you're always going to compromise technique to get that last rep. Yes. Exactly. You're going to fry your nervous system as well. <clears throat> So much of strength is central nervous system facilitation. So when you fry your central nervous system, your performance is going to go down the drain. That's why I think it's so important to be performance-based when you work out because if you're getting weaker, something is wrong. So many people train for the stimulus of working out that they don't even notice that they're weaker. They just want to work out no matter what. Exactly. And, you know, you, you touched on something that hasn't been talked about since the very early days of physical culture about uh, – nervous exhaustion yeah. in terms of training. You know, through the, through the weeder bombing and blitzing days of the 60s and, and 70s, everyone forgot about nervous exhaustion. The Russians still talked about it, but it was their, uh, uh, their, their uh, physical culture, exercise physiology guys, and no one here ever read any of their work. Right. So n- no one knew what the Russians were, were, were doing. But, you, you know, you, you touch on that point, and it's super important for people to understand that their nerves and nervous system can get exhausted even though your muscles are still okay. And if that's yep. go, going on, there's no growth and no progression ever going to happen. Yeah, long before your body gets injured, your central nervous system has been fried. So yeah. What's happening with people that are perpetually overtrained is they've fried their nervous system, 
And then they keep working or working out, even though they're weaker at each workout, which inevitably leads to an injury. Oh. And then you finally have to stop working out and recover because you're forced to now. You can't work out. Yep. Yep. The body first gives you a little bit of a of a nudge, then it gives you a shove. If you still don't listen, it'll kick you in the ass. <laughs> right. Right. It's like, okay. Do I have your attention now? It's so, yeah, it's pretty much like a computer. It's like a computer. It's like you need to defrag that thing, man, and, and give it a rest and clean it up. After a while you start getting a little glitches here, it'll freeze up, freeze up. Then eventually your motherboard just is fried. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's a wrap. And then you're sitting there, you're punching on it, hitting control, alternate delete, and hitting the power button. It's too late. It's done. And that's pretty much your your central nervous system pretty much is your motherboard. And once you fry it, it's a wrap, son. It's a wrap. With with most things in life, I've noticed that you generally get some warnings that you're going in yeah. the wrong direction before the whole <laughs> right, thing right. explodes in your face. Yes. Usually and you've got to listen to the warnings. Most of yes, you will ignore them. Yes, exactly. exactly. Even with your car, your car usually breaks down because you didn't do all the maintenance things along right. the way. Exactly. You never check your tire pressure, and then you're wondering why you have two flat tires on the highway. Like, you never put oil in there, and you're wondering why your car won't start. to my engine? Right. I don't understand why this happened. Like that red light. Well, first of all, that check engine light, it's there for a reason. Okay, yeah. it's not just there just because it's a part of the decoration or whatever. No, it's it's check engine. Do it. Check it. You know, take it in. Pull into AutoZone. They'll do it for free. So it's just it's no different than what you like. But I think, Dr. Wong, I think a, a major reason why this happens is because a lot of folks are not using training as training. They're using it as therapy to escape yeah. those other crap crappy parts of their life. Yeah. So they want to spend – I was sitting there watching – um. I was watching um, Stone Cold Steve Austin's uh, little competition show, um, the Broken Skull Ranch Challenge or whatever. And so I was looking at some of the contestants on there, and then one of the ladies on there, they had on her bio, she's, okay, she's a boxing instructor. Okay, so she trains in boxing for one hour, and then she does CrossFit for two hours a day. Huh? <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. How do you do CrossFit for two hours a day? First of all, most people I know that are like, in, like top CrossFit athletes, most of those wads are not going to last that long. You're lucky if you can get a 20-minute workout in, you know, and cross right. some of those wads. So I don't understand how she can be in there for tw two hours a day, plus she boxes for an hour a day, and this happens every day. So you can just imagine how jacked up her body is if she's actually telling the truth. That's another thing. When people say, you know, a lot of these actors are like, yeah, I worked out four hours a day. You're like, I don't believe that. There's just no way. <laughs> there's no freaking way. If you actually did a real program, a re you know, a real workout, there's no way you could last four hours, dude. There's just no exactly. way. So when people say that two hours, I'm like, okay, I know you're escaping. She's running from something. There's something going on in her life that she does not want to go home to. And that's why she's staying Bingo. in the gym as long as possible. So I just find that just fascinating when people say that, yeah, I work out two hours a day. Good luck with that. What are you running Bill from? Bill Burrow, Bill Pearl put it very well. If you can't do it in 45 minutes, you can't do it. <laughs> right. That applies in the bedroom, too. <laughs> 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 sorry, 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 fellas. I mean, there are some women out there who tell you, like, yeah, they don't want a two-minute man, but they don't want a two-hour man either. After a while, they're like, just get off me. <laughs> just, just, you know what? Can you just go home? The whole we're gonna go all night. All night. Like, no, I give you permission to look at porn. That, 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 that only go. sounds good in theory. It's like exactly. what you got all night. You're like, man, that was that was a lot of work. There's man. only so much lubrication someone can get here naturally. Okay? <laughs> the body can only usually, do so usually much. Usually, a guy who says I'm gonna go all night is not even gonna go all five minutes. <laughs> 
that's talk about overcompensating. Exactly. If you can actually do that, you don't need to talk about it. Exactly. Let her be pleasantly surprised. You don't have to, like, oh, we're going to be going eight hours, baby. So let her find that on her own. If I want to go to work, then I'll actually go to work. Why do I want to do this for eight hours? Like, got punch on the clock. Like, oh, here we go. Only thing I want to do for eight hours is sleep every night. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, after a while, but you the, start losing creativity after eight hours. Like, wait a minute, man. After hour two, you're kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm out of positions now. I mean, well, you know, that <laughs> it brings up an interesting point on the opposite end, though. Another, another form of erectile dysfunction is not just the inability to get an erection, but the inability to keep an erection yeah, or, or, or to maintain long enough for, for her to feel remote pleasure out of it. So some guys are done with the race before it even gets started. Yeah. And, that's common usually with, with younger guys, of course, who are just coming into your sexuality and so forth. So that's, that's not something we even need to address there. It's like just, just live a little bit longer, guys, or, or play with yourself a little bit more. Get a quote-unquote head start before she comes over, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's about, there's something about me. Right? Just think about when this that, When that happens with older guys, though, that's got to be disconcerting. And right. how, how common do you think that is? Fairly you know? common, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's when... Your, 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 your NO is having a war with your, with your, with your PDE5. Uh. You've got enough NO to get you started, but then you're not making enough or keeping enough NO because you've got too much PDE5, so you can't continue. I see. And, okay. and this is, again, where the PDE5 inhibitors come in handy. I see. Okay. That makes perfect sense. So anything else? So along the lines of taking something such as horny goat weed is a PD5 inhibitor. What was the other herb you mentioned? Uh, medium moneyer. Okay. Medium money. And, that, and those are both in your in one of your products, right? Uh, I've got, uh, I think I've got the epimedium, the, the, I, I, the I carry of the horny goat weed yeah. in one of my products. I don't, I don't even remember which right now. <laughs> <laughs> You need to have that morning cup of coffee, Doctor. I do. I need. A, I, I need more coffee. <laughs> well, hey, man, it's been it's been a pleasure having you on again. And and again, I, I recommend people check out your book, Maximum Male Performance, at Doctor Wong. Is it Doctor Wong? Doc Wong. Us or Totality of Being. Dot com or what? What's the other? Oh, the, the 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 uh, sales site for the for, for the book and for the supplements is Doc's Preferred. D O C S P R E F E R docspreferred.com. Okay. Okay. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on, man. You're, you're always such a welcome. You're very welcome. It's fun being out with you guys. Yeah, it's always, always, always a pleasure fun. having you on. So I, I, I encourage people to check out your systemic enzyme formula, check out your, your pro-sexual health products. You've got a lot of, you have a great line of supplements over at docspreferred.com. Thank you, thank you. Thanks again. Thanks, you man. have a great one, and Happy New Year. All the best in 2015. God bless. Be well, folks. God bless. Take care. Again, that's our friend, Dr. Wong. Check him out at docsprefer.com. I have a few of his articles on my website as well, mikemahler.com, and you can find out a lot of information on him all over the web. Also, he has the most informative Systemic Enzymes website as well. It's just systemicenzymes.net. So check that out if you want to learn all the benefits of systemic enzymes, such as what's in my Restorezyme and what's in Dr. Wong's product. A lot of information right there. Like I said, the timing couldn't be any more perfect because, again, this episode is coming out a few days before Valentine's Day. So there you go, fellas. You got to, you, you can arm yourself a little better this time around because, like I said, <laughs> some of you, this is probably the only time you're getting penetration this year. So don't screw it up.
And that's a sad <laughs> statement right there. Bro. I know. <laughs> so we don't have time to get into that statement. We don't have time to get into that issue, but it's a compliment. It's my Valentine's Day? That's the only time? Well, if you're lucky, you might get your birthday in there. Maybe your anniversary. But actually, yeah, anniversary no, no, sometimes no, is a reminder no, no. why they don't want to screw you anymore. You know, you know the problem <laughs> with, with Valentine's Day is that it makes romance seem so lame. And romance is not lame. Romance is fun. It's great. It's something you should have all the time in your relationship. Every day should be Valentine's Day. Yeah, exactly. But then again, but, me, because I'm Valentine's such a history buff. Day makes, yeah. No, Valentine's Day makes it sound so hokey, though. It's like, oh, I'm going to go buy some flowers Candy and some chocolate flowers. and go out to dinner like everybody else. You know what you do? On, you go out to dinner the night before Valentine's Day or the day after. Or well, the day after, well, for me, the day after Valentine's Day is actually my anniversary. So, ha. <laughs> Take that, <laughs> Valentine. Take that, but that that's uh, We'll have to talk about that in another episode. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I, I, think, I think the problem with a lot of us is, and I'm not, even, I'm not talking about you or me or people we know, but is that you live, on, you live for marketing. It's like, okay, yeah, buy gifts for people on Christmas. Yeah, buy gifts for people on Christmas. Take your wife out on Valentine's Day. Eat like an effing pig on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but then, exactly. but then, Hold on, but pray about it. Thank, be thankful big, that big you're barbecue. being a pig. July 4th is big barbecue day. Exactly, so, man. So, so many of us are conditioned to it. Like the weekends is when you go out for fun. Labor Please. Day my, just... My fucking, my fucking Monday nights are more fun than most people's <laughs> weekends. I guarantee it. You know? <laughs> no. People who can't wait till Labor Day because, you know, you got a Monday off and you can just do nothing but barbecue and just eat and chill all day long. Why don't you yeah. do that in those other days throughout the year? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's my day off. You know, so, yeah, man, so many things that we've just all these traditions that people have been conditioned to do. And they don't yeah. question is like, wait a minute. Why? Why do I have to have a feast with my family if I actually like these family members? Do I have to wait till Thanksgiving to do that? Yeah, it's always the obligatory <laughs> day. I'll tell you why, because nobody wants to do it. It's the obligatory <laughs> day. It's like, oh, well, haven't seen Uncle Jim in five years. Uh, it's that, that time of year. Now, this is an episode that you should uh, – those of you who asked us about the, to do an ED episode, if you don't share this episode on Twitter and Facebook, I'm going to name you on the next episode. <laughs> and, may you, right? and may you live and limp obligatory forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you asked for it. You better share this episode with everyone you know. Get it up on your Facebook page or Twitter, your Google+. Get it out there. Share it. Yeah, share the wealth. Yeah. Of the, we, have, we have a lot of people listening to this show and not enough people sharing this show. You ask, we we deliver. So now, on the flip side of that, so my, now that we've given, we now it's time for us to ask. We ask that you hop on both our websites, man. I'm glad you didn't say. I'm glad you didn't say receive. No, 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 no. I've been very selective on <laughs> That's the things. That's the wrong metaphor. No, let me tell you. With this episode, I'm being very selective on the things that no, I say. Okay. Now that we've given, it's time to receive. It's like, no, 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 no. I don't play that way. <laughs> uh, we have female listeners to this show too, man. Come on. So, <laughs> so yeah. So hop over to both our websites, man. Use that coupon code LLA. Get 10% off of all of our products. If you can buy it, you can get a discount on it. 10% off. Use that coupon code LLA. Also. Continue to be a patron of the show and support the show. If you're not buying the products, then support the show by heading over to our Patreon page. And we already have some folks already jumped in on that. I just probably brought it up a couple episodes ago and I already have some folks jumping in on that. So Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash L-L-A podcast. Five dollars a month, folks. Five dollars a month helps us really improve and keep the quality of the show going and Hey, man, like I said, it's your way of showing some love back to the show because we do give a lot of great information. We bring a lot of great guests on who share a lot of great information. So here's one way that you can help, you know, pay it forward by supporting the show and helping us keep this thing going and keep it growing. And also, when we have guests on the show, especially like Dr. Wong, go to their websites, support them. 
buy their products, man. I mean, they give me all this information. It's quality. We're not bringing crappy people on here talking about shitty products. You're talking Everyone about some things that work. Everyone who enjoyed this episode should be going over there and buying maximum male performance. Yeah, at least get the book. Yeah, if we have, yeah. have 10,000 people download this episode and they're like, man, that episode was incredible, you should be buying his book. Look here. If you're a dude and you want and you want to have sex and have better sex, you should be getting that book. So make sure, even if you don't have erectile problems, here's how you can curb it. Get that book so you don't end up being one of those guys who will email us later on like, hey, man, I got ED. How do I fix it? So this is that will help you to not be that guy. So hop over there and get his book, man. We're not actually to get the supplements. Get the book. Do something. But, you know, support those that support us and that support you as well. You know, it's reciprocity. And we have an episode coming up about that, too. So so here's the deal. When that episode comes out, here's how you can not feel uncomfortable when you listen to it. (laughs) Because there's going to be a lot of people feeling very uncomfortable when they hear that episode. Like, shit, are they talking? about me here's the yeah, thing yeah, like i are. always say you think we're talking about you then like we are. i always say you throw a rock in a pack of dogs the one that barks that's the one that got hit so here's the thing <laughs> if you sit there and say i wonder if they're talking about me no need to wonder if you gotta ask it, then it's you just it's you <laughs> so that's the you problem go. with your life you've been wondering too much. <laughs> <laughs> look here wonder dog here's the deal <laughs> like, what are you a wonder twin wonder yeah, twin wonder brand? what the hell <laughs> <laughs> So yes, oh, folks. So man. yeah, you know, and also with that Patreon page, man, share that. There are plenty of links to share that on social media as well. You contributing to the show, let other folks join in with you as well, supporting the show. Share that bad boy. And one last way that you can support the show: rate, review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Hell, even yeah. on SoundCloud, we're even there. Man. YouTube, we're actually on YouTube as well. There's no. Pro- we've, had, we've had a lot of reviews come in the last month or so. I love it, man, because that head out of ass syndrome, man. We're trying to bring an end to that, and I'm glad people are joining in on the people, Some people are even offering constructive criticism, which we appreciate. doesn't mean we're actually going to care to utilize any of it, (laughs) but we appreciate it. Keep that constructive criticism that we'll ignore coming. (laughs) (laughs) As long as it's constructive. Now, if you're just going to be an asshole, then we'll really ignore you, but I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, one one guy made a point of saying, and he wasn't, He first of all, he gave us a five-star rating, so let me start with that. And his constructive criticism was, I mean, it was nice that he gave constructive criticism, but to be honest, it wasn't very accurate because one of the, one of the things he said, he's like, hey, I'm a meat eater and you, know, you guys have too many vegetarian guests on the show. At least 50% of the guests are vegetarian. And that's okay, fucking that means he's listening to done, probably eight we've shows. We've done 116 episodes. <laughs> he's okay, listening to eight saying, episodes. You're saying 58 of our episodes have been with vegetarian topics. That's hey, not man. true. I'm a meat eater too, and trust me, that's highly untrue, and I don't feel offended. In fact, I learned something. I don't, Look, I don't I'm think not changing. Offended? I yeah. think he was just someone who's not necessarily interested, which is fine. Well, I'm not, fine. You're not going to be interested in every episode that yeah. we have. That's okay. But I, I just want to say that's that's an inaccurate, inaccurate assessment. It's not. It's not. As a meat eater myself, out, out of 115 episodes, we haven't had 58 guests, and even when we've had a lot of vegetarian guests, that isn't the topic of the episode. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I, also 50 percent of 50 percent of the 50 co- percent of the hosts of the show are vegetarian. Exactly. Meat. <laughs> OK, <laughs> so even if we do get to that 50 percent number, half of the show is vegetarian. So, so it's, it's, it makes sense that that's going to be a reoccurring thing, because I obviously care about it. And this show is discussing topics that we care about. And here's the thing. If you really listen to it, even as a media, you will learn something from the plant based diet following guests that we, we yeah, have on the show i've learned a lot of things and and it's made me relook at some of the things that i did when i was a plant i had a plant-based it's, it's diet. A biopic way to look at it. I've, I've read a lot of books from meat eaters such as rob wolf and so forth and yeah. i learned something new so just because it, it's like me saying oh well if a paleo guy is going to be on the show i don't want to listen why not i can learn something <laughs> exactly 
you know, so be more, be more open-minded, man. And also it's not 50%, buddy. All right. <laughs> Go back and look at 116 episodes. It's more like maybe 15 guests out I of mean, 100. If you're going to be honest about it, somebody, a plant-based, a plant-based listener could probably have more complaints than you, buddy, because I'll probably say about 90% of the guests we've had on here eat the hell out of some meat. Okay. Yeah. So Charles Paulson, Ian King, Peter Rouse, Sincere Dr. Hogan. Yeah, mean, it, just, goes, it goes on and on and on. Man. Rob Wolf we've had on the show. Yeah, man. So nah, let's not let's not go there. Let's you know. But again, thanks for the five star review though. <laughs> we appreciate yeah, so, well, that. that. Well that's why I said I want to yeah. preface it with it. He gave us a five star review. And then uh, the other thing he said is that we we pitch our products and services too much at the beginning of each episode, right? So he's like, oh, you got to suffer through the first five minutes. Well, guess what, man? This show's not fucking free. And, and again, he made a point of saying, you know, I know this is how these guys make a living and all that. It's like, yes, that's exactly right. So if you don't want to hear us pitch anything, then fucking go to Patreon and support the show that way. If we get enough people donating to the show, we won't have, we won't to, have pitch to pitch. Yeah. Well, here, well, here's the thing, though. Most of the podcasts that I listen to and, and like – you know, I have to, to my, I don't even think, I don't even see it as suffering through because I have a podcast. I understand it. But trust me, the first five minutes and 10 minutes of their show, and they, actually they even cut in the middle of their show sometime exactly. to go to a sponsor, a sponsor. So here's the deal. The reason why we did a Patreon show is first, I mean, the Patreon page is this. A, we want to keep this show free. There are some people out there that actually charge people to listen to their podcast now. Okay. So we have to get to a certain point. So. <laughs> We, Frankly, it's not unfair. It, I, I would, no. I would feel, I would feel perfectly fine about charging for our show, given the great content that we deliver. Well, who's to say it'll never happen? Quote so <laughs> yeah, I'm just exactly. saying. So you know, and then on top of that, there are some who just like they bombard their shows with sponsors after sponsor. But like I say, I get it because it's not free to produce this. You got hosting, you got equipment, you got time. Okay, which is the one thing you can never get a refund on. Okay, so but the thing is, this is something that we want to do. Yes. But at the same time, we have to make sure that it's worth our while. We talked about that before, so I'm not even going to go into that. So my thing is, here's my thing is, I'll put it like this, Mike. I'll put it like this. Those who are supporting the show won't have that complaint. (laughs) Okay? They won't have that complaint like, oh, you got to suffer through the first five minutes. They're probably, no, the people who actually support the show are like, well, at least I know I'm one of those people that support the show. I know they're talking to me right now. I know I've done my part. People who buy the products are not complaining about us talking about our products and services (laughs) because those are things we believe in. We're not trying to sell you some bullshit that we don't use. I'm trying to sell, first of all, a couple of minutes, come on, man. Just hit the fucking fast forward button (laughs) if it bothers you so much. Here's here's the beauty (laughs) of like like Stitcher. They've got this little button that goes, you know, you can advance ahead 30 seconds. Well, I do that. When I listen to Chris Jericho's podcast, he usually jerks off for the first 10, 15 minutes just talking and spotting. I I fast forward through that. I'm not going to send him an email complaining about it. Exactly. I do the same thing when I listen to Rogan's show. I mean, it's going to be the same thing. You you know what's going to happen in the first probably 15, 20, 30 minutes of the show. Right. You know, but I'm not going to sit there and bitch about it. I'm going to fast forward till they get to the content. How hard is that? It's kind of like sitting there like, oh, I can't believe this crappy show is on TV again. Change the channel. Yeah. (laughs) It's really that simple, folks. Exactly. But anyhow, (laughs) big shouts out to all those who do support us and you do suffer with us. So we suffer together and grow stronger together. Any review is appreciated. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, that's definitely thanks in advance for any review, any sharing. But our gold star listeners are the people who buy our products and services. Those are the most valuable listeners to me by far. Because I wouldn't have the living I have if it wasn't for people buying my products and services. So they are the most important people who listen to our show. So if you want to be a VIP, you know what to do. (laughs) So so anyway, folks, hey, that's going to wrap up. So for all you guys getting penetration this weekend, good luck to you, brother. (laughs) And if you put a, if you give a five star performance, you might get some more before 2015 is over. You know, (laughs) and if you take in, take in consideration the things that we talked about on the show with Dr. Wong, 
hey, you're probably going to be set beyond 2015. So there you go, man. Can't say we don't look out for you. So there you go. All right, folks, we'll catch you on the next episode. Take care, everybody. Take care, everyone. Bye.